Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are talking step 11, which is passion, and we are talking about how do we value our own desires? That is the conversation tonight. We're excited to get into it, but first, I am Kelly Fox, and please welcome my beautiful co-host, Carrie Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Carrie? Well, I'm really excited to be on the show this evening, as always. We have a great guest with us, so I'm looking forward to our dialogue. Yes, I am excited to as well. We met our guest coach in a new community that we have started to be quite active in, and we have liked everything we have seen so far. So I'm excited to have you guys get to know her and learn from her. Please welcome Cynthia Barkabister. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly and Terry. I'm super excited to talk about passion, which is an amazing subject. <laughs> yes, we are excited to have you as well. And Cynthia, can you uh, tell our listeners quickly, what is it that you do? Uh, Okay, so I am a universal channel, I am an intuitive realtor, and I'm a coach for ambitious women who wish to crush their goals. So it's really all about um, getting to the other side of that constrictive thought to a type of freedom. Super exciting. Awesome. Busy lady. Well, Um, you know, it's, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to. I, I was saying that uh, what I wanted to say was that um, when it comes to um, trying to tie everything in, because I like anything that has to do with energy and connection, it was important to just group everything together and then let people see what the what the common thread was. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Thank you. Um, what? Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm I'm listening. Okay. All right, great. Let's get going. So, Cynthia, we've been talking about passion for this whole month, and I would love for you to define passion for our listeners and how do you use passion uh, with your clients in, um, you know, in finding it and keeping it. Um, what do you do? So passion for me is an actually, I think of it as energy, and passionate energy is that of forward movement and expansion. And when we're in this type of momentum, I think it's the best way to say it, what happens is that we get to experience a lot of uh, new ideas. We get to be generous with our thoughts and sharing. There's an actual curiosity, and what that does is it just creates more momentum which, you know, keeps our expansion. So that's the part that's um, awesome. That's I, I love that passion. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And passion, it's just, you know, 
the thing, it's just such a, um, it's like a, it's like the storm we had yesterday, to be honest. It was just a lot of energy. And the important part is to know which direction that energy is going to go in. So for me, with mm-hmm. my clients, usually they are, they're not usually, they are very passionate, very intense, very dedicated people who all of a sudden have found that they are, their momentum has slowed down or stopped, and then there's a little bit of doubt, or they've come across an old thought, and it's about finding the way to um, find the passion in all the little things, because the little things turn into the big things, which, of course, um, opens up the dam of that energy all over again. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, I, Thank you. A little bit later when we come to tools, I would love for you to share uh, something that our listeners can do to um, move towards opening that dam for themselves, of uh, getting that energy moving again. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm super happy to do that. Yay. So, yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> to hear that. Uh, oh no usually you can't shut me up (laughs) yeah that's one of us too you'll find uh we our focus tonight is valuing our own desires and i find that that can sometimes especially as women be something that we put on the back burner uh and we we think about the lives and the purpose of those that we take care of uh our families or the people we work with or whoever it is that we feel we have, uh, we have taken on as, you know, as our, as our chicks, you know, to, to get under our wings and keep, keep safe or whatever. Um, I know for myself, there was a long time where the only, it wasn't important if I was happy, it was important that everyone else around me was happy. And, to get to the point where I valued what I wanted for my life, you know, was a huge step for me. Right, right. And, you know, the amazing thing, Kelly, is that you are so not alone in that, mm-hmm. in that way of thinking and actually in that movement. So what my experience has been with, um, with clients and friends is that they believe that other people's happiness and you and them contributing to that happiness was satisfying because there's a certain acknowledgement that that comes to it, but it's it's kind of like mm-hmm. sympathy. It's a little bit passive, you know, and mm-hmm. um, and then there comes a time when um, it no longer it no longer satisfies in the way that it in, in the way that it did, and um, and so then what happens is because you do have passion as especially as a mom. I mean, I remember. I mean, who doesn't remember their kids and their, you know, promotion from preschool or the first day of, of, you know, there's that pride and there's that, and you're passionate about having your kids be healthy and safe. So it's not that you didn't have passion, but it was just um, the satisfaction in the accomplishment in, in those that you love, right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so then what happens is that your kids, or it's been, it's been my experience, that the people around you find their way, and then you're like, what the heck? Um, now what? I have all this other, other mm-hmm. energy. And, right? and so then they, they go into service in different ways. And that's not a bad thing. 
Um, what's really important, though, is that some people, luckily, like you, have decided, um, well, let's take a look at ourselves a little bit deeper and see what, um, what can drive me, which can excite me for me. And uh, the part mm-hmm. that's really exciting about that is, um, you know, Terry found her passion, which actually ignited you, either, you know, um, fueled your current passion or helped ignite your passion. And then you as a mom are igniting your children's passion because they get to see this flow as well as momentum. And that's the thing that's really mm-hmm. important is that the, right, is the more that you feed your passion, the more, um, the more intoxicating it is. And it's, it's so much easier for people to just jump on board and find their passion as well. So it's, it's really important. Um, so what, what, um, what I have found is that those of us who are parents and did um, put all their, not I won't say all their energy, but a, a majority of their energy into their kids, what they have found is um, all the things that they liked before they were parents, um, it's not exactly the same. It's the exact same thing that they're passionate about. So for me, I was huge into sports. Uh, that's how I met my partner, mm-hmm. my, my, uh, my kid's dad. And they and we were very passionate about competing together. We were compassionate about the camaraderie. We loved the fitness. We loved being healthy. And then things changed as our focus changed. Um, and what happened was um, is that I found that um, it's like you had said in your previous um, podcast that it wasn't about the camaraderie. It was that we all had a certain purpose or a certain goal and we were moving it together and it didn't matter what our backgrounds were but we had this united, uh, this united goal or this common goal. And then you got to meet people uh, on an, in, in an intimate level uh, outside a work environment, which, is, which was super exciting for me. So based uh-huh. on that, um, I got to, uh, I, we moved it forward. So I know that was a little bit off topic, but. Um, <laughs> that sounds old. <laughs> but what happens is that you get to go back and you get to, you get to take a look at your passions as a kid but you get to look view them as an adult and take those those threads and then apply them in a, in another way, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. And then you'll find that you um, and then you'll find that you're in the same place, um, but on a higher level. I think that's the best way to say it. Yeah. Yeah, and our our desires are going to change. You know, before I was married and a mom, I wanted things for myself that were just about myself. Now that I'm married, I wanted things, you know, for us as a couple, for us as a family. Um, I desire things individually for my children. Uh, But it's also important to have desires and to give time and investment to those desires that are for me. Uh, I feel that when we, when we fill our cup, so to say, uh, when we do those things that uh, give us passion for our lives, that we will be even better at serving others uh, because we are giving from our overflow, not from our last drop in our cup. Right. And when we can do that, the service is is given without strings attached, without expectations of of something coming back. 
And that's the best kind of service that we can give. You're so right. You are so right. Um, the thing that I love about that is um, is that when uh, when you're full, um, not only are you are you giving uh, generously without any kind of um, you know looking for something in return, but you also get to keep someone else to be generous as well, as well as to find the thing mm-hmm. that makes them um, happy. Uh, what I what I have found is that, or what I know is that everyone knows what their passion is. It just has layers. And the beauty of that is that if you can always go back, if you feel like you don't have uh, that passion or that drive or that you find that it could be simple because of where we are with a lot of shelter in place, it's really, um, it's been a little bit of a challenge for people to go to their go-to to help them connect with that passion. For some people it's exercise, right? For some people it's, it's mm-hmm. uh, throwing parties for their community. But the beauty of, of what's been happening now is we get to see the deeper level of what our passion is, and then we can bring that forward and then move, uh, move our passion in a different way. So, um, yeah. so these are the things I, that are mm-hmm. really fun to work on. Yeah, I love seeing the creativity uh, that has come from this situation uh, in my sister's neighborhood, uh, they um, did all kinds of cute things around the neighborhood. You know, people would hide teddy bears in their windows. And right. when you would go for a walk, you would look for the teddy bear and what window was it in. Uh, they would write things on the crosswalks. Uh, my, my other sister was doing that as well. Uh, you know, putting out water for delivery guys. It was like our awareness of uh, the world community, you know, and just also our, you know, individual neighborhood, you know, was completely heightened. And we were all starting to see each other. And that was, uh, that's an interesting, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but um, I don't know, side effect of, of this time you know i mean they used to i have a friend who arranged with their neighborhood for every night at six o'clock they would go out on their porches and wave to each other (laughs) right or is that um, sweet and yeah it's so cool in uh in new york how they would uh ring bells right or something like that for the right the healthcare workers right yeah. Right. And uh, you know, people are just showing showing their love, showing their appreciation in so many different ways. And Zoom became this new medium of being able to connect. You right. know, people Zoom was around before this, but it didn't even dawn on me to put together a conversation that we could have with my husband siblings who don't we none of us live by each other and we could see each other on a regular basis right before this that wasn't even a thought or uh terry and i we put two of our workshops um now we do two of our workshops virtually and we have people from all over the united states there 
actually at our last right. workshop, we had someone from the Philippines there. Did we? It, that didn't even dawn on us to take our workshops virtual before. Right. So right. You know, being being open to creativity and and giving time and effort to the things that we desire, which connection is a huge desire of mine. Right. Uh, you know, it fills us up. It gives us what we need yes. to to go out and and to fulfill other things that we desire. One of the things I desire is to be of service. Right. But to be to be uh, of good service, I, I need to spend some time on myself, right? I need right. to look at what it is that fills me up, that fuels my passion uh, to then be able to go out and support others in doing the same. And I love that you said that. One of the things I say is when we shine, we give other people permission to shine. So that is true. when we're out there being passionate, speaking up or sharing whatever it is that, that we love with others, it gives them permission to do the same. Carrie, That's what true. are you thinking about this conversation? Well, I'm enjoying the conversation. I, I just think going back to the idea of, of – uh, you know, our values and being in alignment with our values is really important to our passion. And I think passion, I mean, I think passion has a lot of different aspects. I mean, Cynthia was talking about levels or depths of passion. I think that as I've matured in my life, I've had a variety of passions, but I can find a commonality in in all the different Asks of my life in one career to another career to what we're doing now as coaches and working together and, and working in new communities, that there was always this underlying passion that I may not have been able to express uh, right. in language, but it was a sense of alignment with, with what I valued. And I think that's a really important part of passion as well. And I think that You've alluded to it, and so is Cynthia, that this importance that we have, this inner inclusion where we include ourselves. And I know that we've talked about this before in um, self-acceptance, how important it is to accept ourselves and love ourselves because we can't really authentically love others until we love ourselves. We can love others out of duty or out of a sense of responsibility but like this unconditional love that uh, is, has no strings attached can't come from us and our passion unless we we truly love ourselves and value ourselves and and we're in alignment with what we our belief system when we go out to engage in whatever we're passionate in whether it's our career it's our service our our family whatever it is that uh, we're taking that passion so for me, that passion is centered in a specific place of my spirituality, and that's grown as I've matured and become much more clear to me and allowed me to go much deeper because of the clarity of understanding that alignment between my values and my passion and how I show up and how I take up space 
and how I um, carry that out as I interact with other people. So I think it for us in fearless living, everything starts with ourselves. Everything that we want to help other people to in, internalize into their lives, we internal into, internalize into our lives so that we are that light. We are that example and we're authentic and our passion is coming from uh, coming from our heart and our soul and it's it's an authentic expression of our of our values so i was just thinking that that was maybe something we hadn't quite touched upon was the importance of that alignment in our with our passion and our values absolutely i agree i agree um may i may i um Throw something in really quick. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. So I, I I I agree with everything that you say, Terry. So when I was little, um, first of all, I'm first generation American. My family came from Indonesia. So uh, the beauty about Indonesia is that there's an influx of different uh, religions and philosophies in a very very small space. So regardless of what your belief system was or your family's belief system, whether it was Hinduism or Buddhism or, um, you know, Christianity, there was an underlying belief system that was even older than that, which is a form of animism. And so uh, here I am, first generation, not knowing these things because I'm American, but I knew that I wanted to be Merlin. I wanted to be magic. I wanted to be something. But that's, you know, uh, it was something that I could be at seven. That was my, that's what I understood intuition to be. And then as I got older, um, I got a better sense of what intuition was and how it can work in a very practical way. Then it got a little bit scary. So this is the interesting part is that sometimes, um, you know, um, the fear of being different um, tends to be a little bit bigger than the passion, which means that uh, I was out of alignment. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, Terry, and mm-hmm. uh, and but what? But regardless of what happened, the uh, intuition kept coming back and kept coming back and kept coming back, because and so I decided I wanted to be a writer. But what happened is that the writing ended up being readings of people. It, they were very symbolic mm-hmm. stories for for people. Mm-hmm. So they were readings. So it kept it kept showing up. And I believe it's the same way for you when you you know as a teacher, there was always that one thing that just kept writing through, writing through, writing through. And because of your, um, because your passion is so great, you could follow the thread and then it became just more and more, like you said, more and more clear. And then it, uh, the clearer you are, the easier it is to serve, mm-hmm. right? which is the amazing thing. Um, the, thing that I, um, the thing that is in- interesting is that a lot of people who they know that they're very passionate, what happens is that they stay at their seven-year-old dialogue or, or definition. So they don't understand why, um, why they're not, for me, why am I not Merlin? Why am I not this thing? Mm-hmm. It's because mm-hmm. they're, they're at that seven, right? So then what happens is that, that um, it doesn't, their passion is still so diluted, they can't, they can't feed it and go through. And so uh, when that happens, well, let me go back. Uh, so when that happens, there's a lot of frustration and uh, other things. But, but again, what happens is that they find the thing that they love and it, and it keeps showing its way through. It's just that that person needs to take a look. 
And so mm-hmm. what's, really, what's really interesting is that for people who haven't figured out their passion, if they keep just doing the things that they love and not the things that they feel they are, uh, um, they're obligated to do, it will become clearer. And my, my job is to make sure that they take a look at those little, those little glimmers. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then once that happens, uh, then, then, then we can go to town. Yeah, they learn. They have that to learn sense. to trust that. You know, don't you think? Exactly. It's a matter of trusting, and and in order right. to trust, there you know, there's just a lot of components in there, and and in order to trust it, they have to listen, and they have to follow it, and you know, and then it grows, and people can actually then recognize that that magic within themselves and trust it, to where you know maybe the other person's not going to accept it, but. I said it, and and it might end up being the one thing that five years from now or six months from now they're going to remember that, right? And it's going to help to uh, ignite that that recognition in them because it's it's an in, it's their choice, it's our choice, and if we are willing to listen and follow that intuition, and it's in it's an alignment because we're living our lives, we're not. We're being authentic, and I think that's what what makes a difference. And sometimes that's scary, and sometimes you're rejected, and sometimes people don't listen to you. But if you trust that and you follow that, eventually, you know, it's gonna. Eventually, you're going to just be magic. (laughs) It's gonna be magic. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. I I have a friend. um, Yeah, I have a friend who's amazing. She's an amazing artist, and she's always been. A side, I, I'll call it, I won't call it a side hustle artist because she did do artwork in her job, but it was, it was always um, with conditions. So she didn't really allow herself mm-hmm. to be an all-out artist. It was, you know, art in marketing or art in um, face painting or art in something. So it went out in many ways, but it was never expressed in the way that she wanted to. And then she became really frustrated because what happened is that she – knew she knew that she loved art and she felt like she was feeding it but what happened is that she didn't uh respect that feeling of I'm an artist she just thought that by doing um uh something that was considered marketing that was beautiful was sufficient to be called art when she figured Mm -hmm. out that no it really you know my definition now is this is art is expressing myself and not just making pretty things her whole life changed because She's willing to she's willing to you know do jobs that have nothing to do with art, so that she could save up her time and completely do art. And and that's mm-hmm. another way of feeding yourself or being really passionate or committing to your passion is it's okay to do other things uh, once you recognize that you know that they can you know they can go ahead and move forward. And um, and once you know it, she um, also finds artistic ways to do her her job. So it's it's really mm-hmm. funny. Once it comes out and you recognize it, there's no holding it back. Yeah, yeah. There's no holding it back. Yeah, I love that. Yep. Okay, ladies, I love listening to you, but we are almost completely out of time. So oh, I would that love happens. for you to – it does. It goes fast. <laughs> I would love for you, Cynthia, to share uh, quickly what is one main thing you would want our listeners to take away with them tonight? Uh, being being respectful of your passion means that you can find it in everything you do, whether it's a big thing or a small thing. You can find passion in doing the dishes. You can find passion in paying your bills. 
what's most important is that you start, if you find yourself stuck in one place in one aspect of your life, know that you carry your passion in all areas of your life. So just pick um, looking at another area of your life, and you'll find the place where you're stuck will untangle itself, and then the the um, the again the um, energy will flow. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Terry, anything super cool? Well, I would just say that that to me, passion is a state of being. And so when you are passion, you have passion. Nice, nice. All right, everybody. We thank you for being here with us again tonight or whenever you are listening to this. We want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom come to you through Rhonda Britton, the founder and CEO of the Fearless Living Institute. And you can learn more about her and the Institute at fearlessliving.org. Uh, please go check that out. Lots of good stuff there. We want to remind you that we have virtual workshops going on. So if you are interested in getting a little bit more of Terry and I, Please go check that out on our Facebook page or on our website, fearlessgenerations.org. We thank Cynthia for being here. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Thank you so much for having me. It was lovely. Yes. And we'll and have if you all would your like information. Yeah. Um, yes, Terry, thank you. We will have uh, Cynthia's information uh, for you to get a hold of her. Uh, and to talk to her if uh, that is something that you desire. And, um, yeah, we just hope that you've been on the show with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you so again so much for having me. It's, it's, this is a great program. Aw, thanks. <laughs> All right, everybody. No, it's true. Until next week. All right. Be fearless. All right. Good night. Thank you, Cynthia. Good night. Good night. Thank you.